This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 374 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Virtual stars and Nikki too. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Total Saddle Fit, EasySignsOnline.com, Sparkle and Boom, and listeners like you. Well, this week we learned about the Virtual Horse Stars Hall of Fame and a listener highlight with Nikki Lambert of New Jersey. Plus, Tack and Habit gets all lit up with the Lucci Lamps. Listen in. Welcome to the Stable Scoop With weekly shows delivered right to you With Helena and Glenn the Geek Live from the Stable It's every week We bring you the news through hell high water While using their tails as their own fly swatters Sit on down and laugh till your poop calls It's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenda Geek And this is Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well howdy Helena Howdy, Glenn. How are you this week? All right. Before we get to our guests, we have some fun guests coming up, including listener highlights, which is one of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, we, you posted a video, and we don't often talk about negative things here on the show, but uh, I, I kind of think this one's important. You posted a video, and just tell everybody what you did and why you did it, and then we'll talk about the reaction. So, you know, my social media news feed is pretty much filled with all kinds of horses all the time. So I see a lot of stuff. Um, I see a lot of bad stuff and I see a lot of good stuff. Well, this particular video was shared by a rescue group who um, is actually pretty sane. You know, most of them are, but uh, it was posted in a very neutral way. And it's a video of a Western Pleasure class and the horses are um, loping and they're doing um, a modern version of the Western Pleasure lope. Now, I'm not a Western rider. I've never showed Western pleasure. So I was very intrigued. I did, however, um, lease a horse once who was started as a Western pleasure show horse. Uh, he was a five-year-old quarter horse. And, um, I remember trying to get him to canter and he, he did this, this funny thing. And, uh, and I could not figure out what, what this poor horse was trying to do. And when I took a look at this video, it was something that was very similar to the gate that we see in the video. And of course, light bulbs went off in my head. So I decided to, and the comments on the video were um, well, all this very is negative. A, yeah, this is a Western pleasure class where they're doing, I don't even know what the hell you call that gate. Uh, it's a lope. It is a lope, but it's kind of, the horses all look just lame. I mean, they just look lame is the way they look when they do this exaggerated lope. Uh, and, you know, I haven't seen one of these classes in years. We used to go to uh, Harrisburg, and we used to watch the classes there at the farm show and occasionally would see the Western Pleasure, but they weren't like this. And and judging by the, the – you you got more comments on this than we've had on any post on the Stable Scoop page in years. I mean, it just and, – and not one person defending it, and a lot of people who left the Western world and Western Pleasure showing because of this. I was surprised at that, weren't you? The number of people who who said that. Um, I was surprised. I thought there would be somebody. Uh, I mean, I put it out there in in kind of a neutral way to see if that perhaps there is someone who's competing in these classes now and and had a reason for why this gait is so exaggerated and so unnatural looking. Um, I hoped. I hoped. I hoped. Well, you know um, what? If you want to come on and no, talk about it, we'll have you on. I mean, if. Uh, if you want to contact us and you you know the reasons why it ended up this way and, and want to come on and talk about it or defend it or whatever, uh, you know, we'll listen. That's what we're here yeah, for. We, yeah, we will listen. We, we definitely will listen. I think probably the most um, <laughs> the most simply but clearly articulated comment about this um, is, quote, what the heck is that, end quote. I, I, yeah, it's. I think people I agree. are just stunned. <laughs> just, it, and, 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 and most of the people said it looks like they're a bunch of lame horses, and that's kind of is what it looks like. If somebody saw this that didn't know a thing about horses, 
they would be yeah. they would be totally disgusted by watching this. Yeah. Um, and you know, Helena and I don't always agree on everything. We don't agree on the carriage issue in New York. We don't agree on nope. a lot of different things. Uh, we yeah. we probably don't agree on anything politically, uh, but we get along. So we're willing to you know if somebody can explain this and there's a reasonable explanation for it, we'll have you on. But uh, boy, I can't find one right now. Je- you know. I think it gets to the point. Jennifer kind of explained it today. We were talking about this when you posted this video. You get it. It wasn't this way years ago. And what happens is once you've accomplished, once you've mastered a class like this, where the lope is the lope and they all start looking alike, then somebody has to stand out, right? So they take it to the yeah. next step and they take it to the next step. And By then doing something keep, different. And then it ends up looking like this, but it's the judging that fixes it. You know, as soon as the judging starts to come around and go, okay, this is getting ridiculous. We need to go back. We need to step back here. Uh, Then it changes. But until the judging changes, this is not going to change. You know, I, I, yeah. And and I think it's the discussion about this is is much broader than a Western pleasure class. I think it's more about um, what motivates show riders and trainers in general, whether it's a Western pleasure class or, um, you know, a modified adult equitation, whatever it is, it's everybody looks the same and you very jet, general, no, uh, gradually, um, start to change things in the ring. And even the judges don't realize that they're judging, um, the way they're judging is rewarding these changes, these subtle changes until one day we all wake up and we go, holy cow, we've created this. You know, we're we're chasing these ribbons. We're we're chasing the win instead of chasing the journey to get there. Um, so I think there's a much bigger discussion. This is the result. Uh, I think what we're seeing here these these horses who look like zombies, as some as one commenter called them, or they look lame. I think this is the result of us not. And I say us because as horse people, we are all responsible for this happening in our world. Because if you if if you see something like this and and you don't speak up even in a in a in a firm but gentle way, then that makes I think that makes us all sort of responsible for this happening. Um, and, and I will why. tell you that we, we will try and get somebody on from or a couple people on. We'll try and get 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 a little bit of a roundtable going, and we'll get some people on who who are in this world and maybe one of the judges. And you know, let's find out how it got to this point, and maybe they. You know they're going to defend it, and that's fine. Uh, but let's hear let's hear about it. I'd love to hear because you, we look at this and go, "How the hell did this happen?" Uh, mm. But there is a reason it happened over the time, and you know I don't know. I and I and what, the thing that concerns me is what kind of training do you have to do to get to this point where they're at this point? And uh, you know we're we talk about the big lick people all the time. Obviously, the training they do in our opinion is just terrible. So I just want to be I want to be assured that the training they're using to get to this point isn't terrible. Um, and there, you know, every discipline has problems. And yep. we understand that. And, you know, we're not here to police those problems. That's not our job here at Stable Scoop. And you guys know that we very seldom do we ever do we ever discuss anything serious. We just like to have a good time. But when we see it's what Helena said, when we see things like this, we have to, we kind of have to bring it up or we're part of the problem. So mm. uh, well said, Helena. Good. Good on Thank you. you. Good on me. Good on you. And that's enough of that <laughs> serious stuff. Let's go on. There's somebody, and you know, this is a perfect transition because there's somebody out, the, the next person we're going to talk to is part of a group that's really trying to do something good and, you know, highlight the good in the horse world and the stars, you know, that are out there that are are doing wonderful things, the humanitarian stuff. So I think that's a perfect transition to go to Shannon Coakley of the Equus Foundation with their new initiative, called the Virtual Horse Stars Hall of Fame. Well, hi, Shannon. Welcome back to the show. You were just here a couple weeks ago. Yes, thank you for having us back. Uh, we're, we're so glad to be here. Well, I saw a press release go out on something called the Virtual Horse Stars Hall of Fame and this really cool website, so I want you to tell us about it. Yes, so uh, the, our Horse Stars Hall of Fame uh, program was actually established in 2013, but we have an exciting announcement today and kind of an update on what we call our Learn More About Horses, which is a very simple kind of uh, way to explain um, a, a one place to have, you know, and learn all you want about horses and kind of have access to all those resources all in one place. 
So the Horse Stars Hall of Fame, like I said, was established in 2013, and it's a it's a joint program that we do with um, with us at the Equus Foundation as well as the United States Equestrian Foundation, USEF, and it really helps us articulate you know our message and our belief that horses are extraordinary, um, both as athletes and as humanitarian. So it's our chance and our um, ability to share the wonderful stories of both the athletic and humanitarian accomplishments of these incredible horses and really honor and celebrate them. Um, so it's a really great program that, that we really love. Well, and I like it too when you go into it. You know, we're always talking about getting more kids involved with horses, right? That we yeah. need to do that if these sports are going to, any all of the disciplines are going to continue and if horse sports are going to continue. And this really is kind of geared toward adults, but kids, uh, kids too. So yeah. I like the fact that it's simple. There's actually some games that can be played on there and the who's who's in sports. I like that one. Uh, and get ready to ride, find out where, when, and how to ride. So I kind of see the influence <laughs> here of, of the USEF in this. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's not just the sports side as you're you know as you're seeing there. It's it's also you know celebrating uh, these incredible humanitarians um, of horses that are really inspirational and and have a life changing impact on on people, all different types of people, including children and adults. And you know it really helps us uh, spread the, our message and build more awareness and educate the public more about the impact and wonderful positive impact of horses on, on people's lives and the, the bond between horses and people. Anyone who's, you know, had a relationship with a horse will know that it's a very, very special bond there. So uh, this is our, our chance to kind of share those stories. And um, it, like, you know, like you were saying, it's, it's really uh, an interactive site to, to. Uh, well, I want to talk about the sorry. site for a minute because I'm actually on the, I was on the, the homepage and there's this, this graphic, you know, it opens up with this graphic that it, 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 you're not quite sure what it is, but <clears throat> I clicked on the little link that said, you know, so there's, there's two, obviously there's two, um, two types of nominees, either the athletic or the humanitarian. So I clicked on the humanitarian and the graphic changes to a, an aisle way. And along yeah. the left and right side of the aisle way are these banners with the horses, with the nominees, horse nominees' names on them. And I got got choked up. I started to tear up because, you know, the first banner is Betsy and the next banner is Coco. And it becomes very clear that these are horses who have um, very different accomplishments than the ones who usually get all the fame. Mm -hmm. And it immediately becomes clear. And then you look down the aisle way at how many there are. And then, of course, you can click on each banner and you find out more about each horse. But it's a very simple but very powerful visual. And yeah. um, it's worth clicking on those banners. I, this is just so well done. I'm really impressed. Well, thank you. I, we were, we're really uh, happy to be able to share it with everyone. And, you know, you were mentioning Betsy. I mean, Betsy's one of my favorites. Uh, there's, you know, really great story about how Betsy really, this horse changed the life of this autistic boy named Rowan that was featured in a movie. Yep, that's um, right. We had him we on. We had him on the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I'm not sure if you're, you all are aware of Klinger, who is um, this, you know, world-renowned uh, caisson horse um, that has really just served, uh, you know, so many, so many people and touched the lives of so many people throughout the years. And, um, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of great horses uh, to, to check out there. And there's, their a lot of thera- are, there's a lot of therapeutic horses here. There's just all different kinds. This isn't just, you know, this isn't, uh, oh, he, was, he won the Olympics. This is a whole different kind of thing. And, exactly. and I like that about this. And, and by the way, yeah, I agree. But what, Helene and I are both, uh, you know, I'm a little bit. She's a lot web designer. And this is really cool. <laughs> It's like a, uh, it's, it's a nice way to introduce these horses. Now, um, let me go over to athletes to and do that side. So what do you have on the athlete side then? So uh, every year, the USEF uh, uh, selects their horses of honor. Yep. Um, and they are across all the different disciplines um, under the, the federation. And they are then... Um, uh, inducted into the Horse Stars Hall of Fame as the athletes for that that uh, that year, so you'll see you know show jumpers to eventers 
to dressage horses, you know, very, um, you know, Olympic champions, you know, critically acclaimed and all that sort of thing. Um, And it's really great to hear their stories as well because they're incredible athletes. (laughs) Here's a little dressage horse named Bertina that everybody would know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Abrantina, the, uh, yeah. I'm just looking through the list here, and it's done the same way. It's really cool. Yeah, so if if we go back to the kind of the beginning of the the page here, and you go to the center, that's really the new the new part of the site that we really want to uh, want to announce today, and that's to learn more about horses. And that's what you were what what you were saying before, Glenn, about you know kids can play horse games and and different activities and things like that, you can learn, you know, if you really want to, you know, actually start riding, you know, the resources to, to find uh, places near you and that sort of thing, or learn about, um, you know, the anatomy of a horse, you know, it really runs the gamut um, of all different resources there. And it's just really all, it's, it's, it's all in one place, which has never really been done before. It's all these resources are, you know, out there, but uh, this gives us, you know, our visitors, the ability to access them all in, in one place and, and uh, learn more about the I want to play the game horses. called Scoop the Poop. No, I yes, don't. Wait a, a minute, I don't. <laughs> no. I do it every day here at the farm. I don't want to play oh, yeah. that game anymore. Yeah, it might be a little too real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, when we, and you might see that there's a, there's a little uh, radio network on there, the horse radio Where? network. <laughs> Where are we? Um, well, if you go to horse resources, yeah, you will see number two there oh, is the horse radio network. Yes, I didn't even know so we were on here. We are. This so was not a setup. I, I really there. didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrific. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Well, people so, can learn here. You know, when they listen to some of the other shows that Helena and I aren't on, uh, they'll learn something. I'm just kidding, oh, Helena. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> this is great. This is wonderful. It's horse. But yeah, I, I, I was I was talking about the get ready to ride um, a little earlier, and um, you'll see under there the the time to ride program, which is part of the uh, the American Horse Council. Yeah, that's right. And that's really, as you were saying earlier, Glenn, about you know engaging the next generation and. In, in getting more children and kids involved in, in horses. And that's really what this is all about and getting, um, you know, getting our youth um, enthusiastic and excited about riding or just having, you know, having a relationship with a horse and, and understanding that. So um, it's a really cool uh, resource as well to check out. What's the website again? It's called Time to Ride. It's under the Get Ready to Ride. Uh, no, I meant the, whole, the website for the whole thing. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, it's the Horse Stars Hall of Fame dot org. Um, so you can you can check us out. And if you if you want to go to our website, the Equus Foundation, you can go to EquusFoundation dot org and you can access it that way as well. Um, but uh, there's a lot of great resources and we're really excited about it. Thank you, Shannon. Great. Thank you so much. This tip was brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The Saddle Fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. 
Up next, we have Nikki Lambert, one of our favorite. Ooh, we're not allowed to say that. I was gonna say our favorite <laughs> listeners and one of our auditors. It's like having kids. You can't you can't call one of them. That's like, right. You your can't favorite. pick out favorites. Well, at least not in public. You can tell them secretly, but you know. But no, Nikki's been um, around and she's been following the Horse Reader Network for a very long time, and she's such a warm and enthusiastic, energetic part of our community. So I am really happy to welcome Nikki to the Stable Scoop Show. Oh, thank you so much. So what's happening, girl? You are, um, you're nicely nestled in uh, one of my favorite parts of the Northeast, which is New Jersey. And I know everybody's laughing, but there are some really awesome (laughs) places in New Jersey and Nikki happens to be in one of them. Um, Tell us a little bit about your horse life. What, what do you do with horses in New Jersey? Sure. I, uh, well, my horse is actually boarded at stable because of it's about an hour away from me. It's not close by. I board and train with uh, Vicki Rickabaugh at Blue Spruce Stable, uh, Blue Spruce Dressage. Um, I do dressage riding primarily. Um, I started to do that about eight years ago. I used to do hunter jumpers. Um, and then somebody got me addicted to fox hunting. So I've been doing that for the last three years as well. Who, who got you addicted to that? Helena <laughs> <Wonder>. and Sissy. <laughs> I wonder. So you're having a good time out hunting, are you? I'm having a blast. In fact, I'm going to the opening in the next couple of weeks again for my third year of coming for an opening um, opening day. And uh, I did my first hunter pace uh, last weekend. So, How much fun yeah, are those? I got the bug. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. They're a little less fast and furious than hunting. Now, you, you ride out with Monmouth? Yes. Okay. So, and they're a drag pack, right? I believe, I think they're live, honestly. I mean, I just ride oh, okay. around and, you know, drinking. <laughs> she she doesn't know. Horses <laughs> like, we'll go wherever everybody else's yeah, horse goes. Just and follow that's them. Pretty much. <laughs> that's the easy part of hunting. Um, but that's good. So, yeah, Hunter Pace is Nikki has just... four or five flasks, not just one. They're just hidden everywhere. What an experience. What am I saying, you know? <laughs> if, you, if you hunt live, then it, it does tend to be a little slower. I'll probably get flamed for this, but it's not as fast and furious for as long as, as drag hunting can be. So my point is, is that um, riding a hunter pace is, it's just more relaxed and, and it's more, just it can't keep, be more fun. Keep digging, Helena. Just keep I digging. I know, I know. <laughs> I love them both. I'm glad you're hunting. That's good. That's good to know. And, you know, having a, um, a dressage seat is really important for when you're out hunting. I don't know if you've realized this or not, but um, I remember a couple of times I was out there and, you know, I'm just sitting deep in the saddle and I'm leg yielding left and right and, you know, trying to collect my horse and do all these things. I'm like, wow, thank God I have this dressage foundation because I'd be just a mess out here. Oh, even for her, even like the turn on hindquarters, it's stuff that you get a tight spot and just the calmness I think dressage has brought to my horse that, you know, she doesn't really get rattled by much, which is uh, amazing because she's an off the track thoroughbred mare. So she should be rattled by everything, but it really has helped her kind of get collected and calm and communicate with me, which is, you know, something, you know, we have to turn around or we have to go this fast this way. And, you know, she's not like bugging out that, you know, this is a change in that course. Yeah. Now, yeah. were they really receptive? You started because you heard Helena talking about it and then you went there, I assume. You just went over or talked to somebody over there. Were they really receptive to having new members? They really were. Well, what happened was it was always on my bucket list. I'm like, I really, really want to do fox hunting, you know, sign my horsey bucket list. And then I heard your horse radio network chasing the fox. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so much fun. I'm like, I'm going to contact them, see if they can give me any leeway. And then uh, you guys contacted Monmouth County Hunt, who contacted me to see if I can come out. Um, so it was up, you know, it was really that, you know, Helena that, who got me started with, uh, Fox Honey. And they were, I thought they weren't going to be, I thought it was going to be a secret sorority that's like, you know, very kind of a special like, handshake. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, exactly. The special handshake, the, the password, like, you know, I have to kind of haze before I go in. <laughs> <laughs> now that comes after five or six years of hunting. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was like, I just don't want to make a fool. My horse and I have like, please just don't make a fool of me. That's all I ask. <laughs> now, are you in the front field or the back field? Front field. Yeah, actually. Well, yeah. It's a small field, so uh, my horse does not like to go slow. So we were in the back for a little bit, and then she's like, no, this is not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> How is the, um, what's the country like there? I mean, being down in, in South Jersey, I would imagine that it's a little bit flat. You, you're probably riding through a lot of farm territory. Is that true or am I mistaken? No, actually both. It's, um, we do have some hills. We do have some, uh, like bars. So it is kind of, there's some uphills and, um, a lot of tight turns into when you go into like the forest area, but then there's also some flat farm. So we get a mixture of both. 
Mm, cool. Very cool. Which is, again, which is nice. When you're in the those tight spaces, it's nice to have um, the dressage foundation. You got to kind of talk to your horse in very quick, very tiny little maneuverable ways. I got to tell Absolutely. you, this makes my day, Nikki, because one of the reasons I started, we, Helena and I started Horse Radio Network was to introduce people to new things so that they would branch out and they wouldn't just stay in a rut, you know? Uh, they just <laughs> wouldn't stay in the bubble of dressage and never get out of it. And when every day now we're hearing from listeners like yourself who have tried something new because they heard it on the shows, so that just, that's what this is all about. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys make my day. You know, I turn on the radio. I'm, I'm in my car a lot because I drive a lot. My work is farther from my house, and so is my barn. And, you know, it's nice to be able to feel like there's other people who are like you out there, you know, because my horse is not a horse husband. He's like, you he didn't do anything with horses until he met me. Um, you know, and it's like <laughs> a lot of my friends, they are like, you always post some horses on your Facebook page. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> that's right. So it's nice to have other people out there. And I mean, what's funny too is sometimes on the radio network, I'll hear something and be like, that sounds exciting. Like the Mons Old Derby. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, now I can scratch that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, sometimes did, we get a little ahead of ourselves. He's got to listen yeah. to the new horse husband episode we're doing on horses in the morning. You have to make him listen to that. I will. Oh yeah. my god, no! Because he'll call in and then there'll be a wrap. He'll be like, "Oh, let me tell you." How long you been married? I've been married three years. Oh, he's got time. You can whip him into shape yet. <laughs> he got plenty of time. <laughs> he's not beaten Sweet down it. yet. How about persuade him, Gun? Let's be a little. No, less see, he still has some ego left. That'll go away soon. Another two or three oh years. God. He'll just be ripped <laughs> and so. beaten. He'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good. If you can get him past that five-year mark where you're beating him down to the point where they don't care anymore, you're good. So <laughs> what? Doing horse husbands everywhere. Disservice. Uh, no, it's pretty much honestly, true. Nick. You cannot let him go on, but like, I don't know how he has his own network. I'm writing this article now for for horse. Let, <laughs> said it was okay for Glenn to just get on the air and start chatting away about whatever comes to his mind. I don't know. That was probably me. <laughs> it's probably me and your wife. It's your fault. What were we thinking? So, so I, I, I'm writing this article for horsehubby.com on the phases of horse husbandry. Um, and the different phases that we go through as horse husbands over time. That doesn't sound. I know right. it doesn't sound right, does it? But it's funny. So it's the things we go through all through time. So uh, you can look for that article coming up because he's only oh, in absolutely. phase. He's in phase one. He's not even in yeah, the phase. Newbie. Yeah, he's he's in phase one. He's got a lot of phases to go through yet. And and the poor guy has to watch dressage. And I mean, I'm a dressage rider, God but it's so him. boring to watch. <laughs> I'm like, here, it was that fascinating. Wasn't that great? And he's like. Uh, yeah, sure, sure it was. I definitely see it. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, will I know you love me. <laughs> I will, he's got to listen to the next episode of Horse Husbands yeah. <laughs> coming up because uh, we recorded it already. And I will tell you that there are instructions on there of what to do and not to do when you're videotaping your wife. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's got to he's got to listen to the next one. There's actually helpful hints in there. Absolutely, uh, I'll make him listen. Oh yeah, only on Horse Radio could that comment. Go by. Could be okay. So, Nikki, now you, what do you do to pay for all these horses things? What do I do? That's a good question. Um, I'm actually a therapist for an uh, inpatient facility for adolescents ages 13 through 18 who have adult diagnosis issues. Um, so, they'll have uh, drug abuse and then also have mental health. Wow. So, That's I work a tough with, job. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like Jerry Springer meets intervention every day. So, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Wow, where do you get the emotional fortitude to get through each week? My horses, I, I say to people, my horses are my therapist. I wish I had, could do equine psychotherapy. It's usually, that's going to be my main goal down the line because I believe horses can heal people and do heal people. And um, the, my, horse, my horses that I ride are my therapist. And, you know, if I didn't have them, I don't know if I would be as sane as I am, but yeah, it's just, you know, uh, knowing that lives, I do impact lives every day. Um, these kids, you know, come from broken homes or have had trauma that's so severe or, you know, or being pulled off the street out of the gutter. And, you know, this is their next chance. This is their last, it's only their last chance. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's very emotionally tolling when I get home, but uh, I'm lucky I have the support of both my horse family and TV and listening to like stuff like this, like the podcast and having outlets and stuff like that. Well, you know, I have a yeah. niece that does yeah. the same thing, actually, in Philadelphia, outside of Philadelphia. And uh, well, she works at for with teens like you do on in an inpatient uh, 
facility. So right, that's what we do. Yep, mm-hmm. they're there for I think thirty days is is the the typical length of time. But uh, she was telling me some of the stories, and you know, it's it's some of them are heartbreaking, very heartbreaking. Um, it is. Yeah. It is very heartbreaking. It's mostly heartbreaking because most of them have families that are not supportive. They're in our facility usually for about six months. We've had some for about a year. Um, some have no, you know, family. So it is, it is, uh, you know, I see stuff on the news and people are shocked and I've heard stories that would spin people's heads off and these are real people, you know. Um, but that's, yeah, that's what I do <laughs> for a living. Well, I got to ask you about one other thing before we have to go, and that's something that we have in common is the love of a certain pooch. We both love greyhounds. <laughs> you have how many? I have two. I have Thomas and Tori. Thomas and Tori. And you adopted from? I started from Greyhound Angels okay. in New Jersey. It's in Millville now, but they were out to uh, Finn Falcon. And where did the do- uh, dogs come from? Uh, I believe Thomas Thomas came from Kansas, and Tori came from West Virginia. They're both they look alike, but they're both totally different um, litters. Oh, gotcha! And what do you like about the Greyhound? I like about the Greyhounds is that they're just they're just loving. I mean, they you know my one dog is Thomas Holt lay on you and hug you and love you and they're just laid back and they're chill dogs and they appreciate you know that you rescue them they really do like every day you know they're great you can tell they're grateful they really do love their owners and really appeal to very loyal dogs even though they can have you know their moments of like duh <laughs> it's like what are you doing <laughs> you know uh, they're like ADD ADHD kids like all of a sudden it's like something shiny they're gone it's like I don't, I don't get it but um you know, they're just really cooled off and never thought I would own them. Um, we ended up trying to adopt the one, which was Thomas. And uh, I said to my husband, I was like, I want to see Tori. So I her on the website. And so we brought her over. I'm like, I can't leave without her. Please, I need both of them. And then we end up with both. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we we have the same thing. Matter of fact, uh, Glory is right here under my feet. She sleeps under my desk all day long. She, she looks at this as going to work. And on Saturdays yeah. and Sundays, she is so upset that I'm not going in the office. She she goes and backs and forth and paces and looks at the office door and just is so upset that I'm not going to work. Uh, oh, man. That's because we're hanging out together. But I like them, too. Do yours bark? I We've never had... This is our third one, and we've never had one that barked. Well, here's the thing. My We were victims of Sandy, Superstorm Sandy, and oh. we had to go move my parents, actually, right after our wedding. And so we had to move our, as, honey, as honeymooners into back with my parents. And my parents have two golden doodles. Well, they bark. So all of a sudden, my, my dogs learned how to bark. Oh. Um, so I do have barking greyhounds. They rue when they bark. Um but they don't bark when somebody's at the door, which would be great. I have to bark for them. <laughs> like, somebody's at the door. How about we do this now? Like, you know, so people think that, you know, there's dogs and I'm you know, guarded or something, you know, be a dog. <laughs> but they don't. But they do bark. I got to tell everybody, this is a commercial right now for greyhounds. They are the yeah. best pet. And they're great farm dogs, too. They're just the best pet. Now, you do have to have a place where once or twice a week you can take them out and let them run like crazy. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You do have to have that. Like, I take her out every day. Now, she doesn't run every day. About twice a week, she'll, like yours, she'll do the laps and carry on. And five minutes, they're done, and they went back in the house. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. And, and, and then they're out for nine now. hours. Yeah, they're they're completely out for nine hours. after five minutes of energy during the morning, and then they're, they're good. Um, and I take my dogs to the indoor by my farm, and they run around. They have a great time. They've gr- they're greater on the horses. They're greater on the kids. I bring them to work sometimes and let the kids, you know, see them and pat them and walk them and around you know loving animals loving creatures well good for you and thank you for doing that for for a couple of greyhounds oh no problem i love them <laughs> yeah we would never own any other dog that's for sure now i see your dog glory and i'm like oh my god it looks just like my dog tori I'm he like, does oh. or she does she does look like tori you're right you're right she does well she she's sound asleep right now she doesn't didn't even know we're talking about her no, that's, that means she's working hard. That's what greyhounds that's right. do. They work hard sleeping. They say they're the 35-mile-an-hour couch potatoes, and that's right. That's they are. Absolutely. That's right. Well, Nikki, it's been so nice having you on. We we appreciate you. Real quick, I got to ask you, you got to repeat what you told us before we started recording about what your, about your husband and the friends comment. The husband? Oh, that my husband... I tell them, like, my friends from Horse Radio Network, my friends, like, Glenn, Alina, Jamie. And I'm like, they're my friends. He's like, no, no, they're really not your friends. But on the radio, I'm like, no, they are my friends. I swear they are. <laughs> we are. We're your friends. We are. Yeah. We're always in the market for new friends. That's right. Especially horse friends that are, you know, 
semi-sane. <laughs> That's right. And, cool. and also, thank you so much for being an auditor. We really appreciate your support. Uh, if if you're not, if uh, the listeners aren't familiar with the auditor program, just hop on over to stablescoop.com. There's a big banner in the middle of the page for as little as a dollar a month. You too can, you know, just show appreciation for, for the shows that we do. Half of that money that we uh, get every month goes to our hosts. They certainly don't make much doing this show, so any little bit extra they get is appreciated. Right, Helena? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, good heavens. Oh, yeah. So we appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much for that, too, Nikki. Oh, not a problem. It's my pleasure being an auditor. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for you both. All right. You take care. Too. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This week's EasySignsOnline.com Spotlight product is their New England-style farm signs, their most popular line of signs. New England-style farm signs are very durable and designed for long-term outdoor use with no maintenance required, no wood to rot, and no paint to peel. They will outlast the old-style painted wood signs by many, many years. They are available in many sizes, shapes, and styles, which makes them the perfect sign for any farm or business. Go online today and go through the EasySignsOnline.com easy step-by-step ordering process to see all the prices and options available. They also offer free, no-obligation sign proofs on all New England-style signs. And you get free shipping as well on all New England-style signs. So replace your old worn-out sign and make a great first impression with a new farm sign from EasySignsOnline.com. And the holidays are right around the corner, so it's a terrific gift idea. I can't think of a better one. Visit EasySignsOnline.com. Well, this Tag and Habit segment is sponsored by my wonderful co-host, Helena, and her company, Sparkle and Boom. You guys did such a great job with... The, I tried. I, you know, I am a terrible <laughs> graphic artist. But, you know, I get by when I have to because, you know, I'm free. So, um, but, you know, I we're doing this Radiothon. It's 12 hours live. It's a big deal. It's the first time that this has ever been done in the horse world. We're, it's a party. It's going to be a Christmas party on November 30th. And Helene is involved, and all the other hosts for the Horse Radio Network. We have a terrific sponsors involved, including the title sponsor, Weatherbeta. And I wanted to put out some really nice graphics for it. And who did I go to? My buddy, Helena. And you just nailed it. <laughs> First time. I love that. I love that. You, well, you nailed know it. me it's... so well, I think that you and you you get to know your clients. And I think that's the difference of what makes a good person in, in media, whether it's graphic arts or social media or whatever. It's a person who knows their client. You know me so well. You know what I like, don't like. You know what Jennifer likes and doesn't like. You know, that's where the real decision is. Um, and the graphic just nailed it. And I can't wait now for people to start seeing all the promotion going out about the Radiothon. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad you, that you you liked it. It's, um, you know, I, these are labors of love. And when there's something that's so a part of who you are, like the horse industry, it's very easy to create a message. So I'm helping Horse Radio Network create a message. You are really excited about the Radiothon. Like, really excited really about excited. it. It's I'm excited for, to torture myself for 12 hours. I, <laughs> And me and all your other hosts yeah, and our exactly. listeners. And poor Jennifer. <laughs> but it really is. It's a big thing. It's the first time we're doing something. And every time we take a leap into new territory, we do get a little jazzed up about it. So there's a lot of energy in in the message. And that just comes out in what you design. You know, I can sit down at 5 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock at night and channel that energy into something creative. And, you know, I send it off to you and you're like, no change is necessary. This is perfect. Um, and I think that's just because it does come from a very uh, authentic place. Now, as a business owner, um, I you know I don't work for myself because uh, you know I want to dilly dally all day long. I work for myself because I really want to help other small business owners. 
I'm one myself. And we get so wrapped up in the things that we have to do, yet we know we need to market our businesses. We know we need to be just a little bit more professional than the homegrown stuff we've put out there. But who has the time and who has the budget, you know, to pay a marketing person to do it for them? So that's where I come in. And it's, I really understand the small business owner's limited budget. um, And I take the time to understand what they're passionate about. So their passion comes to me you know, through a couple of nice conversations. And then I kind of channel that into something visually that helps them um, state their message about the business, whether that's their creative, you know, their um, competitive advantage in the marketplace, what makes them good at what they do, and then to do it in a polished way. So it's, it's a ton of fun. I love it. Um, I'm certainly not getting rich at it, but if you have to work, I've said this for the longest time. If you have to work on something for 8, 10, 12 hours a day, you better enjoy it. And so I really love what I do and I'm really glad that you you like the Radiothon stuff. Yeah, well, that, yeah, I did. And you're going to get to start seeing it. We're going to start promoting the Radiothon pretty heavily here. Uh, and we hope that you tune in that day. We hope that you join in because remember, the Horse Radio Network listeners, the listeners of Stable Scoop, we're going to ask you to help us out with your own version of creative. Uh, but in the meantime... Contact Helene if you have a business of any kind. It doesn't have to be just Horse World. You, you might have a real job that needs some artwork done. They need some social media done. They need a website built. Whatever it is in that space, uh, just contact Helene. Go to sparkleandboom.com. You won't regret it. <laughs> Who doesn't want a feisty Italian woman fighting on their side? Oh, can uh, we say energetic? Feisty just is, I know I'm feisty, but you know I need to rebrand <laughs> myself a little bit. <laughs> a little more sparkle, a little less boom. <laughs> Today's product, speaking of Alina, got together with my wife when we were at Ada and did an interview about something that we were, you know, when you don't see, when you see something that's not horsey at a horsey trade show, but could be used for something horsey, it stands out like a sword thumb if it isn't tack or clothing or whatever. And this one stood out and you guys got to uh, round him up and, and let's take a listen to what you found at the last Ada. Okay, so I'm going to say this as if this is the first time I'm saying this all weekend long. We have a new product that I'm like super excited about because it's really cool. Um, we have Kurt with us, and he is uh, going to talk to us about a company called Empower that makes a product line called Lucy. And Lucy has a couple of kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole family. And literally. essentially, they are solar-powered lights. Inflatable lanterns. Inflatable that is correct. Lanterns. They okay. come... Uh, they come deflated, uh, packaged very small, and um, you basically pull the nozzles out. You open them up. Um, Think of a, beach, a clear beach ball, except it's a cylinder shape. Correct, with uh, 10 LED lights on it um, that throw out 60 lumens of light. Um, and the one you're holding right there, that's Lucy Original. Uh, original will cast a light. Wow, of, it's very bright. I it just put bright. it under our table yeah. so we could really see. It yeah, it's very throw, bright. It will throw 10, uh, 10 square feet of light. Okay, out. so you can read a book by it. Absolutely. Um, good for barbecues, good for about backyard, great for horse trailers. Uh, you guys, if your power goes out um, and you're stuck in a spot that you don't have power, it is completely uh, shatterproof, waterproof. Um, Horseproof. Good, good uh, point. Only, it's not going to break well, and leave shards of gra- right. glass or yeah, plastic totally around. Totally shatterproof, great absolutely. For, yeah. for in your living mm-hmm. quarters horse trailer. It's a great source yeah. of reusable energy. So uh, one hour charge gives you one hour of power. And, and up six to hours eight, of charge. It'll go six hours six of hours your of power. power. It holds correct. up to six hours Yeah, of it'll charge. hold actually okay. all to 12 if you're not on full power. You can go, um, like, there's different settings there. So if I'm at a minimal. It's like uh, a dimmer like switch. Like a nightlight setting yeah. or something. Right, it'll come down to, like, eight hours <gasps> or so. Another great still. use. I know. And your luggage, a nightlight Grace. for your hotel right. room. Nightlight. So original throws the most light, probably. Then we have Lux, which is just this one right here, which is a little softer light, a little easier on the yeah, eyes. Yeah, that's squished the down. Same that's the same cylinder size. So you, size you can that. safely Correct. turn them on when they're deflated? Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. That's another great... Uh, Again, great for travel. Don't yeah. even have to blow it up. Well, and if you were like to have a party or something in your backyard, you don't have to have candles either. You don't right. have to worry about possibly burning your house down. Liking um, that. They, you know, that's a good thing. Um, and uh, so we do, Lux is kind of the softer light, and then this is uh, called EMRG. This is a new product that just came out. Um, and basically what, this works more like a flashlight. It directs the light a little bit more. And then this also my has, part. has uh, a strobe capability, um, which uh, goes in SOS. So it strobes for an emergency situation. Oh. 
um, which is awesome. You leave them in your car, you leave them in your boat, something. Uh, I like it personally in my car. Like if I had a flat tire or something like that, I could actually put it on the side of the road. Not only could I, you know, be letting somebody know I'm in need of help, right. but also, you know, that I'm actually there. Yeah, right. on the so roadside you, you where could you either strobe it or, or you could just put it on regular light. Correct. Yeah. Right. It'll go flat. Or stay that if, way. if you're out partying with your friends in town, you can put it on the red strobe and freak out the guy in front of you. You can do that. I don't put do it on the dashboard. You can do that with your <laughs> I don't you know, have friends. No. I don't live in town. And then Aura is kind of the fun one um, that strobes uh, in multiple colors. So it will go through a cycle of lights mm-hmm. uh, greens, reds, blues, yellows, and so forth. And then we'll actually continue to fu- funnel through those that colors. one's kind of fun for um training if you're doing desensitization work with your horses you Could can be. use those for training the nice part is a you don't have to plug it in yeah mm-hmm. b it's shatterproof so if your horse freaks out and steps on it so what mm-hmm. yeah you replace them you don't have to put a, a extension cord anywhere nope so yeah. for desensitization or if you're doing the obstacle courses which so many people like to do now it's useful for that too just turn it upside down so that the very discreet um, solar panels are up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The, and waterproof. So if you were actually out in the in, in the elements rain, too, no big yeah, deal. you can put them in a pool. You could. You put could them put them in a pool. Yeah, I would yeah. get a pool just so I could put these in my pool <laughs> yep. and have a party with them. It's just a completely sustainable, reusable, functional um, source of energy. Yeah, they're fun and they're simple. Yeah. And what are the price points on these? Okay, so uh, starting with EMRG uh, retails at ten dollars. Out uh, outdoor will be at fifteen. Lux right here will be at twenty, and Lucy Aura will be at twenty-five. And the Lucy Aura is the one that's got the super cool strobing frosted. Yeah, that's a good party one. That's a good fun backyard one. That's like the bionic Um, one. That can leap a building in a single bound. Yeah, and exactly. Uh, You know, basically, um, the big point of this brand too is that we try and give back too. So there's a whole element to this where they've donated thousands of these to villages in Africa so kids can read by them. Because they don't have necessarily infrastructure uh, or sustainable don't el- energy. No electricity going to your home. They have tons of sunlight, yep. but they don't necessarily have power. But they have so tons they, of sunlight, therefore they have so tons they of power have, now. Right, and you really exactly. don't need to teach somebody how to use this. No, they put it out. They yeah. you know they power them during the daylight, and at night they can come home and read books and That's so funny. forth. So uh, so our our uh, esteemed owner Scott Kling is a person who truly believes in giving back to that the world so and is awesome. making the world a better place as a result of his product. So where can where's a great place, an easy place for listeners to find these products? Uh, we are in 600 retailers around the United States, and I can actually give you a quick little snapshot, if I can dig it up, of uh, some of the retailers that we uh, currently do business with. And uh, you can go, um, you know, Amazon.com, Big Five, Camping World, Moose Jaw, uh, Target, okay. uh, Nordstrom, so Sports Chalet. Mega um, retailers everywhere. Yeah, and Eastern Mountain ask, Sports. What should they ask um, for? Look for? You ask for uh, Empowered, but a lot of times people will call it Lucy. They think they're Lucy Lanterns, which Lucy is kind of the baby of the thing. And that's fine, too. Lucy yeah, Lanterns. Lanterns. Yeah, okay, but Empowered is the brand, so they should ask for Empowered. But um, uh, any of those great retailers, Lowe's, Ace Hardware. Um, and like if I you said, forget all these names, just call it the blow-up solar-powered lamp. Inflatable solar-powered <laughs> lanterns. Oh, and yes. you get the one that's frosted for the romantic nights in the tent. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. And we'll actually be doing um, uh, seasonal versions of that as well. First, Halloween with uh, Spooky, which is just coming oh, out. So there'll be um, fun. skeletons and so forth. And then there'll also be a Christmas version of it where we'll have... Um, uh, ornaments and, and snowflakes and so <gasps> forth on it. It's a, it's a blow-up solar snow globe. Oh, my god! Pretty gosh. much, yeah. And oh as gosh, long I, as there's sun... I, think, I do think, though, every horse trailer, living quarters or otherwise, every pickup truck that makes long road trip needs yeah. to have the emergency one. It's just so smart. Yeah, it's a lot of travel, and it's, uh, you, like I said, I leave it, one in my car, and I you, leave you, one you in my s- boat as well. You said you put it on your dashboard. Yeah, I got, and that way I got some charging on my dashboard as we yeah, speak good right idea. now. Yeah, yeah. Great yep. idea. Thank you so much, Kurt. Thanks, Thanks for Kurt. having me. Appreciate it. Well, that would make a great Christmas gift, Helena, this product, the Lucy Lamps. I would what? like several of them. I know. I could mind. think about different places I could use them, actually. That would be kind of cool. And I, I love that they're solar-powered, too. That's that's really neat. I want to, like, yeah, I want to put them around my patio. I have a closet. Like a, I call it my tack closet in my barn, and it doesn't have a light, but it's it's technically not a closet, but it is. It's under the stairs. I could use one I of those I remember your tack closet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. It's very dark right there. Yeah. 
We could also use them like when we go down to the beach, you know? I love the idea of floating them in the pool for a party. That's oh. that's a great idea. I would build a pool just so I could put these lamps in it. <laughs> oh, that's it. You can find them at mpowerd.com. Or just look for inflatable solar lamps. They're also on Amazon and every place else. So you, you'll find them there. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. We really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can find Helena and all her all her great artistic abilities, mental and physical, at sparkleandboom.com. You can find our show notes at stablescoop.com. And the best way to listen to our show is still our own app. Just go to the Horse Radio Network in the App Store, iOS or Android. It's free. It's easy. It's simple to download. And it's simple to listen to the shows through the app. We want to thank also our sponsors we have some terrific sponsors this week total saddle fit easy signs online and our auditors listeners like you well um let's see here what else uh, i i just got a text um we'll end with this uh, you know i have my own little family down here now of florida podcasters Mm-hmm. And the head of that family's name is Chris, and he's the head of the Florida Podcasters Association. He's he's a super nice guy with his wife Katie. We had Katie on the show, remember? Katie was pretty ago. awesome. Remember, yeah. I told you Katie was pregnant. Yes. Well, I just got a text right this second that says you are about to become an uncle. So. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Congratulations. And she's Katie. having a girl. Yeah, she's having a little girl. That's right. Yep. Yep. So uh, I know they were very excited. And and Chris has no idea how his life is about to change. <laughs> <laughs> I think Katie had an idea. Chris has no idea. Uh, but they'll be good parents. And congratulations to them. She's super sweet. And uh, he is too. So. Oh, wonderful. That's it for this week, Alina. That was plenty, but there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping.